Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode, and this podcast specifically on topics that should be trending. Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. We wear that shoe proudly. Well, I'll be very honest with you. This shoe has not visited Plymouth Rock. It's not visited the Plymouth Colony origin. But I am proud to tell you that we're going to hold true to what I had mentioned earlier in the year around July the 4th, which was, hey, if there are important historical documents to cover, we will. And today, 400 years ago, John Carver was governor of Plymouth Colony. And, of course, that is due to the Mayflower Flower Compact, which also celebrates its 400th birthday today. Obviously, today's world, we, we know more about the endurance of Indians as the pilgrims came to settle. We know more about how, I would say, glossily, we learned about this holiday. It does, And I will say, Thanksgiving will not be any different for me knowing the history. It's history. What's past is past. I love the holiday. I love this country. And I think we have to accept the past of this country. The past times. Because if we don't, if we truly start saying this holiday doesn't matter, that holiday doesn't matter, then again, we're weakening society. And a society now that's even more weakened because of, weakened because of the pandemic. So let's not go down that road of Gee, Thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated. Of course it should. Of course it should. It's a foundation. It's a fabric. It is a part of our being. It's one of the best holidays of the year. So I will say happy Thanksgiving to you now and to you on Thursday and to you next year. But I understand that, yes, this journey uh, was not easy for many Native Americans. We can all accept and agree with that. But what Thanksgiving did was they actually brought both sides, the pilgrims and the Indians, together. And that is also something we should look at uh, celebrating. That there was a peace. And it gives me hope on that note that the pilgrims and the Indians were able to come together. It gives me hope that this year in 2020, we can still believe. It gives me hope in 2020 that all is not lost. While 220 plus thousand lives have perished because of COVID-19. And we've seen business owners become destroyed because of the rioting and looting. I, I would love to say and love to think that the end of 2020 could be mired in belief, not in grief. Now, it's not easy for anyone who's lost a loved one so suddenly to feel that way. I understand it. I get it. But to give those who have lost a family member some optimism, some idea to believe in, as they still certainly grieve, is important. It's very important for the psych psychology of the upcoming months, Christmas season. It's important because this does become a dark time, literally at 5 o'clock at night, and isolation already sets in because of the cold. So to give 
people an idea that there's something still to believe in after the hellish year we've been through. That, to me, is always something to be thankful for. And to be thankful to be able to provide that positivity. I feel that every day. And I feel like because of everybody who's gotten through us through this the best they could, whether they be healthcare professionals, whether they be essential workers, all of them have gotten us through this one way or another. And our thankful gratitude muscle must be worked uh, worked out, if you will. We must utilize it. Because if we don't, and we don't share an idea, a hope, a better future, then we won't go down a darker path. And I don't want to go down that route here in America. And so maybe it's insensitive to say, look how they're still going on with certain Thanksgiving Day festivities. Maybe I should be focused on the death and the destruction more. But I can't. It's not in my it's not in my bones. In my bones every day is to say, you know what? Yes, this has been a crappy year in many respects. But at the end of the year, we are finally here in a season of believing. And to truly honor that, we must believe and we must live in honor of those before us. We can take the picture of that turkey on Thanksgiving and say, that's it. Or why don't we take the picture of that turkey and say, thank you. Thank you to the healthcare workers, the essential workers. Thank you to those who have tragically gone before us, but have made their impact pre-COVID. And while we miss them in their virus, we live this holiday for them. Let's live it for them, whoever them in your world might be. Because if we live it for us, we're not truly being empathetic or truly understanding the gravity of the situation, the gravity of the losses that we've suffered. But if we can say, yes, we will live in honor of those who have died in a pandemic and we are thankful I don't even know how to say it because that feels insensitive to say but thankful ourselves to not have been in that situation we are meant to live through this to honor those before us each and every day each and every year so let's do that let's be thankful that we can carry on people's legacies that they cannot carry on themselves due to tragic death Let's be thankful God has woken us up to to carry the message of those before us, I guess is what I would say. But that thankfulness did start in 1620 and in the Thanksgiving era, you know, November. It started by saying, you know what? Yes, it was like a war. It was a blood, you know, bludgeoning of sort. It was ugly. But thank God the pilgrims and the Indians did come together. To make a peace. And history.com says that, you know, the Mayflower Compact laid a foundation for the American democracy. And here's the craziest part, the craziest connection to the Plymouth Colony, the Mayflower Compact. Do you know that that colony was ravaged by starvation, disease, and lack of shelter that first winter More than half of the Plymouth colonists died. 400 years later, we have Americans dead, yet those who survive, survive because of their their endurance. 
that the 1620 Pilgrims had to have. They say that Mayflower Compact's role has been critical to that endurance. William Bradford, he's a pretty legendary name. He was named the governor in April 1621. And then an actual government started to form because of what the Mayflower Compact said, which I will read right now. In the name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our dread, sovereign, revered and feared sovereign Lord King James, by the grace of God of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, King, Defender of Faith, etc., have undertaken for the glory of God and advancement of the Christian faith in honor of our king and country a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia. Do by these presents solemnly. And of course, they got lost, so Virginia was not of the question. They had to go to Massachusetts. The seas swept them up there. I think that was Providence, too, right? To be in Massachusetts. They wanted to enact, constitute, and frame such just and equal laws, ordinances, acts, constitutions, and offices from time to time as shall be thought most meet and convenient for the good, general good of the colony unto which we promise all due submission and obedience. Of course, in 1776, we said, well, we don't want to be part of that anymore. But because of this original framework of constituting just and equal laws. The Mayflower Compact had an impact. 400 years later, it does. As we see judges dismissing the lawsuits by the Trump team left and right, we see that the Constitutional Electoral College is working. We are seeing that democracy will be restored, although I never really thought it was destroyed anyway. I thought President Trump won fair and square in 2016. Just like I think President-elect Biden won fair and square in 2020. And 400 years later, that idea of laws and enacting and framing such laws constitutionally and electorally, what they would call offices, the office of the president, I never have heard of the president-elect office, but so be it, office of the president is fairly one each and every four, every four years. You can go deep into the rabbit hole of electoral fraud or late ballots. I still don't know why they didn't count after a while. But as these lawsuits are being dismissed, the judges are pretty much upholding the law of the land, saying, no, these are fair and square wins for Joe Biden. They are pretty much upholding, like Georgia did yesterday, that the Electoral College is needed. That you can get certified and win that state. We must protect this framework. I think it's highly intriguing that framework was set in place 400 years ago by those led by faith to practice freely and to be free. It does seem to say the will of the people is in favor of Joe Biden. We've known that for a couple weeks, and I'm not afraid to say that here on this podcast. So 400 years later, after the Mayflower Compact, after the colony was formed, maybe, just maybe, this America can see its electoral democracy, republic, actually, be upheld. 
by the judges appointed to uphold the law of the land, one way or the other. So thank you, the pilgrims, the colonists, those that wanted to make a colony here from day one in November 1620. They actually landed in, on November 11th, which is now Veterans Day, 1620. And think of how many veterans fought for the freedoms that even the Mayflower Compact argues for today. To enact, constitute, and frame just and equal laws. Think of how many veterans have lost their lives or have lost limbs, have lost mental faculties because of the war zone, but to defend our country. A country that would not have been in place if the Mayflower Compact didn't happen. A country that would not have been in place if they didn't survive that pandemic of sorts, starvation, disease, and lack of shelter by Plymouth Rock. And then, of course, Plymouth became Massachusetts Bay, which became Massachusetts. And so this is all connected 400 years later. You may not like that a lawsuit was thrown out tonight in Pennsylvania, but I have to say that is what is being decided by our judicial system. It's a system that the Mayflower Compact kicked off, so to speak. Helped kick off anyway. And a system of courts. In fact, they literally talked about that. Because what would happen is, as the colony grew, a general court was established. Each town elected representatives to attend the court creating an early representative government. A government today that, yeah, you may think is full of waste, that should be more efficient for us. I couldn't agree more. But it is a government in place. And if it wasn't for the Mayflower Compact and the Plymouth Colony's compact impact on this country, uh, you know, early on in 1620, 400 years ago, who knows what would have happened and so let's enjoy this Thanksgiving. Let's enjoy the Friendsgivings that we have, like my friends Briar and Matt had. Uh, let's enjoy together. Well, let's enjoy each other's company. Let's be thankful for the them. Even if the them is 400 years ago, the them helped us get to here today. And by the way, what I'd like to say is I would love this country. And, and it felt like, and this feels like, you know, small townish kind of talk, right? I'm going to tell you what I mean in just a second. But when I see the word believe, another chord struck with me today. Let me explain that chord to you in just a moment here. Because I'm very, I'm very fired up today about this. Here we go. Let's get to my home page here. I'm so excited about this holiday season as a time to believe we can come back and come back as an amazing country and as a people working to get things done each and every day. Those folks uh, that started the colony did disagree. They did have mutiny on the ship on the Mayflower. That's documented. And yet, here they are, the first colony, and the first real document 
in America in the Americas. And they formulated a very, 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 very foundation that our founding fathers believed in and picked up on as well. And that foundation is self-governance. It is elected representation. It is coming to the table, no matter if we disagree or agree, and be working together as the working people of America that we are. That is what was uh, basically a foundation 400 years ago, and today, because these lawsuits are getting thrown out, I would say we are still keeping our principles intact, elected by the people for the people. That is what we're seeing, and that is what the Mayflower Compact argued. I'm not sure why they were subservient to the king. I, I can't, only that they, the king probably promised them to continue the Christian faith. But as we saw, the taxes were too much in 1776. But let's revel in today. 400 years ago, Plymouth Colony's formation on Thanksgiving, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Because without that formation, who knows what would be happening today? Without that grit, that endurance to endure a Massachusetts winter, a Northeast winter, no less, including disease. You know, 220 something thousand have have died. But to those who have endured this, who have beat this, who have not even gotten it and stayed safe as possible, we're all in this together, right up to the vaccine and beyond, to preserve America. It's what the compact that we talk about 400 years ago today has led us to, if you think about it. I love history. I love keeping all this connected. I love talking about the them. Because I think we spend too much time talking about the us. How did we help out in the COVID crisis? That doesn't matter because the them helped out so much more. The them brought us moments that we will never ever forget. The them of the cheering. The them of the nurses uh, being out and and, and uh, being acknowledged. The doctors as well the essentials, the cops, the firefighters, throughout all of 2020. This is the year of the them. And the more we can focus on the them, the way that I think 400 years ago the Plymouth colonists wanted to make it for the us, maybe they didn't realize to get there, but they did, the better off we'll be. Because when we start thinking of their achievements to help us, I mean any of the theirs, then our own story could truly be enjoyed. Because those before us, those among us, are laying that foundation for our story to grow. And so it is thanks to them, their love, their support, their care, that brings us all together once again this holiday season. I don't, You don't understand. In March, I was very worried about whatever we would have. I didn't even have sports. I don't know if I've ever seen the light of day. But to say holiday season in 2020, it gives a chill down my spine. To say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Thanksgiving in one breath is emotional. This wasn't easy for anybody. This isn't easy for anybody. It wasn't then and it isn't now. But to at least add a word happy to the mix 
this holiday season, I hope brings a smile. I hope brings things brighter. And I hope we can learn for the them. Because 400 years ago, November 21st, 1620, the them helped this country become the us. And the us is going to kick ass. And we are going to keep America growing and better than ever, every step of the way. And we can believe that. And if we can believe that this holiday season, I'll be very happy. I want to play for you a little something from Bing Crosby to end this. Because he did talk about thankfulness, being thankful. So, Mr. Cosby, why don't you, sir? That's all right. Why don't you, sir, take it away? I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yachts to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got plenty to be thankful for. No private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. (laughs) 